everyone, and welcome to the very first uh, episode of Graveyard Smash, the horror podcast. Uh, we'll be reviewing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you haven't seen the movie, you better fucking watch it, because there's going to be some goddamn spoilers. Spoilers abound. Yes. I'm Dan, uh, Danny O.D., uh, Professor Werewolf. This is Elise O'Dwyer. And, and our special guest today... Jim Gaynor. Jim the <laughs> Animal Gaynor. Yeah. Alright. So... Uh, yeah, so we just watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I, so the movie is essentially, it's about some teenagers, they go out, uh, there's been some grave desecrations in Texas, they're like, whoa, hey, our family's buried there, we better check, like, maybe their graves got dug up, right. and then they go there, and they're like, huh. And there's the conceit, and this is something that's been used a lot since, uh, this is a true story, and people believed that. I did. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get into all that. Just set the scene right up. We're just setting the scene. We're just setting the scene. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so to set the scene. So yeah, and so they, they uh, happen upon some crazy hillbillies who eat people, and uh, right. chaos ensues. Bad things. All right. So that that's setting the scene. So the movie begins with a, a <laughs> scene is set. <laughs> scene is set, Elise. See the set. So it starts off with the voiceover, like, "Hey, it's a true story." It's John Larroquette doing the and that, voice. And that is yeah. the John Larroquette. Yeah, doing the, that? the guy okay. Dan Fielding from Night Court. Right. Yeah. And, and the oh, short-lived no John Larroquette show. Yeah. I saw the credit as I was watching it last, and I I had never known that. I didn't yeah. Know that. No. Yeah. The John Larroquette show was very funny. It kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. There was. I mean, I haven't seen it since it was on television. And I don't remember anything about it. I just remember enjoying it. Yeah. No. Can we talk a little bit about our relationships with this film? Because I feel like each of us has like. A pretty strong... Yeah, shit. I don't even remember when I saw it for the first time. I think I was definitely with you. Yeah, definitely. And the same for me. I think I was probably definitely with you. (laughs) (laughs) In the same manner. Yeah, in the same manner. Sorry I came along and... No, it's okay. Um, You coming along has never fucked up me and Dan's horror movie or cuddle time. Okay, cool. (laughs) This is my second favorite horror movie. Um, First being Hocus Pocus. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween. Okay, word. Um, H2O, The Curse of Michael Myers. (laughs) Halloween 4, Dan. (laughs) Halloween 4. It is genuinely really frightening. And still super effective. Every time I watch it, I find new things I like about it. It's one of the things I think is the coolest about this movie. It's a movie that's like people are like, oh, that movie is really gory, and it's not. Right. Like I think I remember from the audio commentary, I'm not mistaken, they were going for a PG rating. They're like, yeah, we just yeah. put any blood in it. And it's there's like, you never. There's only time you see anyone getting cut. Well, there's a couple cuts with a knife, but then the only time the chainsaw is shown going in is when Leatherface drops it on his leg. Yeah. Because yeah. he cuts up. Uh dude in a wheelchair also but yeah. you never actually see it happen right it's just a little so yeah. what's spider. funny about that too is i remember seeing it right it does that it i don't totally. know how it gets in your right head no it's that like I, I don't know how many people have sworn like in the movie the fly when there's that monkey that's all turned inside people like it's like so gross it's like you really don't see that much but in everyone's mind they're like oh yeah that monkey gets it's what you out. don't right. see it's like what yes. your imagination can build all right that everyone makes it really scary it, it's an ape not a monkey i, I feel like an idiot now <laughs> is there a, should, we, should we start over <laughs> we, we should probably <laughs> we start over we'll trash edit, this i, mean, I don't know i don't we'll know edit all this out we'll edit all this out okay all right post we will edit it all out so movie games there's some like hippie types uh it's like the early 70s 
Well, the movie really begins... I mean, it has the whole, like, beginning John Larroquette situation. Yeah. But then it has that amazing fucking, uh... Oh, the dead... Yeah. That piece. The corpses. Yeah. yeah, it's like someone's taking a shot, like, like crime scene photos of, like, a corpse that has been, like, mutilated. Right. And then there's that one just, like, static shot for, I feel like, almost, like, a full minute of just, like, with, something that the family put together of, like, with the, the dead legs, body parts like, and stuff. With the in, like, frog pose. Yeah, man. Which I didn't really actually remember until watching yeah. it. Yeah. Or it could have been a frog man. It could have been a frogman. It's, it's like could have been Texas. like that. It's Texas. There's a lot really, of... Yeah, I mean... It no would disrespect be... to Texas. I don't Can know I say the opening of this movie is one of the most effective I've ever seen in a horror movie? The use of the flashbulbs. Mm, yeah. Right. Let's, let's go back to the frogman a little bit. Like, <laughs> now, it's never like said like there are or aren't frogmen, but like it's kind of weird that they don't say it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if there's a frogman in your movie... I guess you you like maybe they thought it was so self-evident they're like hey we don't need to point out there's a well, frog no, man. Well, I mean this was the '70s when like filmmaking was more of an art, right? And if you're oh yeah, if there's real frogmen and if you're gonna put a real frogman in your movie, you're just gonna put it there. Yeah, you know, that's one say. of the things that strikes me about this movie is it is a straight up art film. There are yeah. artful shots. <coughs> oh, it's very well shot. And yeah. I think that's part of what separates it from other movies. It's a very visceral film. It's like a right. term I kept using like when I was like writing my notes down. It's like, like, like one of the things, like, okay, so at the beginning, like, they go to the cemetery, and there's, like, hillbillies, but they're, like, real hillbillies. Like, in most movies, right. there's, like, some handsome dude with, like, pretending Overalls to, on. Yeah, yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, hey, it's Channing Tatum, and he's pretending to chew tobacco, and it's like, no, they're, like, they're, like, straight up hill rides. Right, like, right. like, there's a lot like of... Like, the uh, drunk guy. Like, they hang yeah. out in the cemetery and get wasted. Yeah. Right, there's some guy, and I remember... Oh, I think I told you about this one time. Some guy wanted me to, like... He was friends with a friend of mine who I stopped hanging out with because he, he hung out with weirdos. But he's like, yeah, let's go get drunk in the cemetery. It's like, uh, Edward, <laughs> I have to leave. Hard pass. Hard pass. Swipe right. Yeah, wait, you swipe... I don't know. I don't have Tinder. It came out after I was... Oh, married. yeah. That's a thing I wouldn't yeah. understand. All right. Good, 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 good. This is good pod. Good it's, pod. It's not bad. Yeah, so... Yeah, but like they're like real hillbillies, like ugly motherfuckers. Uh, they, well, uh, they prefer to be called sons of the soil, right? Yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> as we've learned, I, I like the. Oh, what happened? It's just the screen went out. It's, oh, okay. it's still recording. Um, technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's tight. Though the whole true story thing is like so hack now too, but, it, but I can yeah. only imagine what like audiences well, thought was, at the uh, time. You it know, was, well, this psycho and. Um, what you call it? Um, Sons of the Lambs, all very slightly based on Ed Gein, who was right. up in Wisconsin. Right. And he really only killed like one or two people, but he liked to dig up bodies and like you know put big faces out of their face. And... Right. And it was like all about his mom and shit. And, yeah. Like, whatever. Gross. Yeah, Ed Gein's not cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like if he's actually obsessed with somebody who's your mom, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, he want want to get cool points I mean, from like, me. Like cut up bodies, make new bodies out of them. <laughs> do what you're gonna do <laughs> behind closed doors, but like. Be, pick a celebrity. It should be. <laughs> yeah, be, it should be. Jodie Foster. Jodie yeah, Foster. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah fucking John Hinckley. He, he bet cooler than Ed Gein in a lot of ways. <laughs> a lot of ways. Uh, uh, in no way. What is what is the title of this? Graveyard Smash. Which is a really good fucking yeah. title. We do not endorse any sort of serial killing activity. Right, we do not endorse past, present John future. Hinckley. Right. We don't care if you're in love with Charles Manson or right. in love with Jodie Foster. We don't want you to kill the president. And they've never found the Zodiac Killer and we don't want him coming after us. Like, right. we don't know. Oh, fuck that guy. I'll say it right here. You're just yeah, saying dude. it like that? Yeah, dude. Like, we gotta get, we gotta get hot takes on this podcast. <laughs> All right. So, uh, moving back to the film. Yeah, word. All right. Yeah, so, like, um, 
So they're riding the truck. There's like these we're hippie intru- types. Yeah, we're introduced to these protagonists. I want to point out that the first um, impression we have of them is Franklin rolling uh, down the hill and probably pissing all over. Yeah, there was okay. So yeah, they, there's these hippie guys and like. So there's like a couple of hot chicks and their boyfriends who are like handsome seventies dudes. Right. The one guy's got a sick shirt on, the guy yeah. driving. The other oh, dude's yeah. got awesome octagonal Den- glasses. Yeah, oh, that's the guy driving. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. He's the one style. No, yeah. you're thinking of yeah, you're thinking of denim dad. Like the other guy who's just like head to toe denim, yeah. shaggy hair. Hell yeah. Very, very of the times. But uh yeah, so but then like the girl, like they they brought their fifth wheel, um, her like brother who's her like brother, yeah. handicapped. And, uh, I believe they call him an invalid. In the movie. Right. Yes, they they say her invalid brother specifically. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, that's a that's a PC term we use <laughs> yeah. today. Texas, it was Texas. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, but he's uh like Franklin, uh, pretty annoying. Like you know, and it was even worse this time around right. watching it. Uh, like uh, sidebar. Um, so our good buddy Trevor Massett. This is the first time. The only other time I've ever been on a podcast was when Trevor Massett and Eric Gaynor had a show called Podcast Puppets. Rest in peace. It was a great show. <laughs> I was I was a guest on that show one time. Blah blah blah. Trevor is also good talk for horror movies. He also mm-hmm. has a lot of knowledge about it. And we were talking horror movies one day, and I'm like Texas Chainsaw, like one of the few movies that still stands up that's actually still scary and unsettling. Yeah. And he's like, I can't do it. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? And he's like, it's Franklin. Like, literally. Franklin! Franklin is such (laughs) a hard-to-deal-with character that it completely ruined one of the all-time classic horror movies for a legitimate horror movie fan. Like, he won't even give that movie a chance because of that character. I mean, when he's sitting in his chair going like, yeah, Franklin, and when he's like blowing raspberries. (laughs) Yes. Like, like, now when I show that movie to people, I'm just like, he's retarded. Just understand. (laughs) Like this was a seventies depiction of a retarded guy no, it's, in a wheelchair. No, it's but it's like okay, like sometimes you meet people who maybe they've been dealt a bad hand. It's people, you know, they, they rise above it or whatever. But sometimes they're just you know they're not cool people to hang out with. That's true. Yeah. Even you know it's like oh hey. he's he's the perfect fifth wheel. It's like it's like that annoying guy on your road trip. It's like going on a road trip with Keith. <laughs> I hope Keith listens to this. He's going to. <laughs> oh, the poor guy. What? Yeah. No, I'm saying Dude, that, hey, pounding on. on him what listening to it. What if millions of people listen to this? What if this catches on? People are like, who the fuck's Keith? <laughs> and then there's going to be like weird like drawings of Keith in a wheelchair blowing raspberries. <laughs> and shit. Like, right. I'm sorry, Keith, man. Keith's mad at me right now anyways. Yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. No, I mean, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. All right. yeah, I said it because I love Keith. He loves when I make fun of him. Yeah, well, um, yeah, so after handicap kind of annoying sometimes, my next note is, yeah, the one bitch keeps going on about astrology, which is, like, the worst thing in the world around me. Like, I mean, it was hot at the time. Right. Well, as you know, Jim, like, when we've been at parties, some trick starts babbling about astrology, like, oh, dude, I gotta get out of here. Like, <laughs> I can't deal with this shit. Not but a fan. The it protagonists like, are, like, typically well-meaning privileged, naive right. people, like kind of your perfect horror movie archetypes, you know? Right, which, yeah, kind of. And, like, believable in their portrayals, and that's what makes Franklin even so worse, is he's, like, the yeah. only person <laughs> who's giving, who's, like, acting. The rest of them are just can being we call, themselves. I'm sorry, right. guys, can, sidebar, can we call him Keith for the rest of this week? No, no, we cannot. <laughs> I do not approve. Not approve. Keith so. will love this. Don't feel yeah, sorry I, for him. I don't feel sorry for him. I just want to, like... He will love it's too esoteric, Elise. <laughs> uh, 
broad audience. There's a broad okay, audience. Okay, okay, broad, broad audience. Like, from now on, we'll refer to him as Lady Gaga. Okay. It'll be more of a broad, broad, <laughs> yeah, field, broad yeah. field. So the Lady Gaga character. Right. Yes. Um, the wheelchair. <laughs> the wheelchair. I don't know. I mean, he's like pretty annoying. I, I don't know. Well, it I, gets to the point where it's like not even bad acting anymore. It's just a guy even, you hate. Well, he, that's what I mean. I don't think he's like a bad actor. Like I'm, I'm sticking up for his acting. When he in the van starts doing the sound, and if we can drop in clips, I'd love to drop this in. The oh, sound Lord. of us doing, order. doing the um, the air gun sound. <laughs> he's he's going and like oh, smashing his hands and together, he does and they're all like, like six times. he does it over and over again, <laughs> and they're all like, "Please stop, Franklin!" And yeah. everyone has to be like, "Franklin." Franklin, no! It's, a, it's like at that point just... where I'm like, he's just a retarded character. Yeah. You know, right. it's, not re- it's not retarded, though. He's just annoying. Yeah. He's there, just like, you know. There comes a point where that line gets blurred, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in real life and in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. It's also like, again, like, like some of the, the visuals there. Like there's the roadkill armadillo, which is like. Yes. Right. And there's then like, when they show the cows I, in the like slaughterhouse drooling. drooling. No, that's the thing. Yeah, they're like showing that like weird like PETA footage. Yes. And it's like, it's causing you to feel fucking terrible. Like ten minutes this into the movie, is, you're feeling terrible already. This and it, is it, definitely it, like a vegetarian's like oh, swan this, song. Yeah, Wait, <laughs> you didn't kind of want to try eating people afterwards? <laughs> I mean, not again. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> go to jail. Yeah, it's also, like, they talk about it, like, the other commentary. So, like, it was notoriously fucking hot in this movie. Like, they, they were, were saying, like, upwards of 120 degrees inside the right, house. Right, and you can time. fucking tell. That's the thing, like, in movies, like, they're, People like... People are sweating through people, this whole right. movie. Like, right, like, usually it's, like, someone's in the desert, like, oh, man, that's hot here. I'm like, you don't look that fucking hot, dude. Your they're, hair is still They're in, in the middle spot. of a Texas heat wave. In one of the uh, documentaries that I watched about it, you, you can actually see during the dinner scene... They were, like, the plates that are in front of them is actual sausage. It's, like, real yeah. food. And it had to sit there for 16 hours as they're shooting. And if you look sometimes, you can actually see, like, fumes rising oh, off of their plates. Oh, Jesus. It's crazy. And they had to, like, sit there over it for, like, oh. mad hours. And there were them. also, like, animal carcasses in there. Everywhere. And, yeah, I mean, it's... <clears throat> Yeah, the set designer would, like, go out to farms, like, bone piles, essentially, and, like, collect that shit. And even that, like, they've they've said it, I know we're kind of jumping around, but they've said it in, like, other analysis of the films and stuff, too, that, like, the house in and of itself is a character. Yes, absolutely. Right. But we're, we're breaking new ground here. <laughs> so the, we're finally showing Franklin to be a mentally disabled. Not no, no, no! Disabled. I don't think he's mentally disabled. We disagree here, Jim. I just think he's like really annoying. Stop telling me not to hit my notepad on the table recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sound man. I can tell what. You fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. We'll yeah, fix it in post. post. We're we'll, we'll all this shit out. Exactly. So right. then they happen upon a hitchhiker. A hitchhiker. I love that. Like. It's so the one of the most perfect lines of the movie is the hot girl whose name I don't know. I just always refer to her as the hot well, girl. Sally's the Sally's main character, hot too. And then the hot girl. But she's the a final girl. girl. Yeah. Astrology girl's Astrology a hot girl, girl yeah. yeah. She just goes, Oh, he's weird looking. Which is I think like every guy's fear that the hot girl will see you and be like, Oh, he's weird looking. It's such a perfect line. And but she well, delivers it, it perfectly. But most guys don't have giant red birthmarks on Okay. Their so I told Dan that while we were watching this the other day, I said, write down what you think that birthmark is shaped like, but don't tell me. <laughs> so right. what did you write down? I wrote down, it looks like the country, the United Nation of Korea, North and South. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it looked like. I, I said it looked like a power drill. 
Okay, I can see that. Yeah. My first thought is it kind of looks like a flattened enchilada. <laughs> Actually. Uh, these are all good answers. I, I like them all. It, it, they do a good job, too. It's like a Rorschach. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. dude, I had to take it's, one yeah, of those. depending on the viewer. Right. No, right. I had to take a Rorschach test one time. It was disgusting. It was just these pictures of dudes fucking each other. It's it fucking gross. It was like fucking biting each other. All right. Jamming each okay. other. Butt. <laughs> Just each other the butt. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. I didn't want to look at that. It's like, why do you keep showing me all these gross pictures, Doc? Hey, man. All psyche vows are just homosexual propaganda. Yeah, dude. Well, but anyway, so I thought it was pretty interesting how the screen could go off at least. It's still recording. I just want to make sure. <laughs> no, it's still recording. So, um, it's, so the hitchhiker, he's like from a different culture. And like, so they try to do like what you usually do when you meet someone is like kind of like maybe a little slower, just like foreign or something. He's right. just like, like, oh, we're city slickers. He's this country guy. Right. Like, let's be cool. And he's like, no, I'm fucking crazy. And he like, yeah. He starts cutting himself, cutting other people, burning pictures. And then he draws the Prince symbol on the side of their van. And they're like, get the, the fuck out of here. symbol. He draws it in blood. Yeah, man. Can I say that this film was the guy who plays the hitchhiker? I don't know his name besides hitchhiker. Um... Oh God, Neil something. Neil Patrick remember. Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> he he has been on record saying this was the worst experience of his life, and he actually went to Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess like the secret to making a truly great horror film is to put your actors through literal hell. Right. That's what I mean. That's what The Shining was. The Exorcist. Yeah. In a lot of ways, The Exorcist. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get Yeah, no, no, it's cool. Like, another great example. It's, like, sad. Oh, sorry. Oh, go okay. ahead. No, it, like, the That's whole cute. scene of him on the va- in the van is, like, kind of sad because he's sort of, like, he's trying to impress them. Like, he shows them gross photos of cows and stuff. Like, he you tries to take their picture. It's a good picture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good picture. He like cuts and, like, himself, and he thinks they're gonna he, think he thinks they're cool. gonna be impressed. Right, it's right. like, oh, we didn't know. <laughs> now, but my watching it again though, do you think that he's trying to impress them and be cool, or do you think he's like marking these people? Like he's like, I think he's doing both. New, yeah, I really think he's. doing I think both. he's trying to maybe let them know there's like a new Prince album coming out. That's <laughs> <laughs> a new marketing campaign. With this crazy guy. I never realized, like, all of the parallels to Prince and the Hitchhiker. Yeah. But they're pretty close. Well, there's just that one, pretty much. And I almost just wish his name was Chop Top in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a way cooler name than the Hitchhiker. Yeah. But that's alright. Yeah, we'll, we'll eventually get around to the sequel, which is awesome. And then the which fifth... rules, which I've only seen, like, yeah. five times. It's not, like, great. Yeah, no, we watched it. Oh, okay. We watched it once. Is that the myth? No, Myth McConaughey. No, 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 that movie's terrible. Yeah, they, we don't watch that movie. We don't watch that movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, the third one, for those of you uh, who haven't seen it, uh, the best part is the trailer. The trailer for the third one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface, there's, like, a scene that's not in the movie, I don't re- remember it being in the movie, where, like, it's like the Lady of the Lake, but she throws a, a chainsaw to Leatherface. You know, like, yeah, that's pretty much the best part. I saw an interview with the guy who made that movie that basically said it, like, ruined his career as a filmmaker. Because it was one of those situations where he made a movie... And then the studio was like, no, we're going to recut it, and this is the movie now. And he's like, yeah. they made me look like an incompetent asshole. But I don't think I've ever actually seen part three. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, you see that trailer. Yeah, check I'll that see, out. I'll check out Oh, can I point out, too, Jim, you already uh, mentioned that later in the house, Franklin's like, it'll be fun for 
Penguin, Penguin! And then he blows raspberries in the air for like several minutes. The hitchhiker does that after they kick him out of the van. So it's an interesting callback later really? on. Yeah, he as he's like running um, after them, he starts <clears throat> blowing raspberries in the air. Well, for and those of you baby boomer listeners out there, I, <laughs> I, I wonder if blowing raspberries was like a normal thing. In the I don't 70s. think it was. <laughs> well, okay, would it be normal if like, I mean, the hitchhiker and Franklin do it? And well, yeah, okay, word. <laughs> okay, word. Yeah, word. That's, yeah, yeah and then uh, another parallel is that Franklin starts humming 1999 like way before that song was ever written. <laughs> another, another parallel. I, you know, man, I hadn't <laughs> seen all the correlations to Prince. <laughs> hey, a lot of Prince references in this There's film, which is, which is weird because this is before he started recording music. Right, but that's just the span of his reach. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, really, it's it like reaches sort of, the past, yeah, man. it's kind of like. So anyway, then they get to the house. <laughs> Yeah. But her, her grandparents' house. Yeah, it's so which they, is across the way from right, and it was, their plan was, I think, to sleep there, which is a bad plan. This house right, the, the plan doesn't even make that much sense. I think they were just going to like visit it or something. Yeah, they just, well, they <clears> wanted <throat> to check in on the grave and, and make sure like, that their body, their grandpa's bodies, didn't get caught up into some kind of weird thing. Some yeah. kind of necrophilia some situation. Sort of, yeah. yeah, or so, or a frogman put on display for the world to see. <laughs> a frogman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. The house is cool because there's some creepy imagery, like, uh, with the with, uh, daddy long legs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dump, though. Like, yeah. I, it's pretty much a dump. <clears throat> and then, like, Handsome Man and uh, Red uh, Hot Shirts, uh, they sneak off to go skinny dipping. Oh, can I just say really quickly, too? We uh, I just skipped over. They stopped at a gas station, which had no gas. Very topical. Of the times. Time. Very yeah. topical of the times. And, um, they're... I watched this movie with our friend Janine once, who said the attendant, oh my god, he has fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> his eyes are like on the side. Who turns of his out head. to be the cook? No, that's not the cook. It's, it's not the, cook. the attendant. No, he's got like he's got like oh, a, he's you, got a yeah, okay. waterhead okay, attendant. Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, motherfucker, who's helping him? <laughs> who washes the windshield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, he, and he can't really. He like <sighs> has a weird limp and. His eyes are on the sides of his head. <laughs> so, they're at the cabin. And so, uh, so hot chick, red hot pants. Astrology chick. Yeah, hot her pants. handsome boyfriend. Because I would say Sally's hotter. I would say so, too. Yeah. I think, okay, I think that's fair. Sally has beautiful cheekbones. Um, that's exactly what I was thinking. But, <laughs> right. um, Not that you could the, see her tits through her shirt. No, it's got nothing to do with her tits through her shirt. <laughs> the hot girl is in, like... Like more revealing clothes. Oh, she's dressed like a hooch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that's why I like brand her hot girl. They're both hot girls. Yeah, right on. Right. But like Sally's got pants on, and this girl is and like, a will to survive practically in a bathing suit. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. So yeah, so they go off to the swimming hole. No water. So like, oh fuck, they shit. So like, hey, let, let oh I hear. You can talk a little slower. Okay, you can tell me. You can talk a little slower. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So. They hear a generator, they're like, oh, let's go get gas there. They got some goofy idea, like... Oh, He'll like, leave his guitar. It's like collateral. Ridiculous plan. Like, maybe let's go that's, get their gas. Can I just argue that maybe that's the key to the group? He gets this idea. This he idea. wants to leave his guitar. I'm going to keep finding the key to the group. <laughs> not done. Can I just quash it right now and say no matter what, it's not Leatherface? <laughs> oh, <laughs> See, <laughs> well, there might be a moment. There well, might I'm be just, a mo- we haven't I'm just we haven't exhausted all the possibilities. <clears throat> all right, so they go there and they're like, 
Oh, hey, this is a creepy fucking house. Let's go inside. Let's walk inside. And then uh, dude gets branded on the head with the fucking uh, hammer. Which still, to this day, that that 30 seconds is, I still think, one of the most terrifying Absolutely. things in any American horror movie that's ever come out. When the um, door slams shut. It's horrifying. The steel... Um, the stainless steel door slam shut. Well, first, Dude, the end of fucking seizures yeah. he starts going into, it's out of control awesome. When he um, first approaches, he hears, like, pig noises, which would make me be like, I'm getting the fuck out of this <laughs> and house. And they find a human tooth on the ground. They're like, yeah, hey. That's right. And he thinks it's, like, funny and, like, gives it to His astrology chick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. No, if I find a human tooth, I'm like, oh, well, this is a place I'm not going to be. Right. right. I'm going to leave right now, and we're going to get our friends. <laughs> they find like we weird garbage and stuff outside too like, like stuff that was like deliberate like oh yeah so we put a bunch of nails in this clock I mean I don't give a fuck man if I walk through okay if I walk through the ho- the door of an abandoned house and in front of me is that hallway that leads into the room that's got the steel door with the red fucking paint and the skulls and the skulls all over all over the this wall is, this is not okay yeah right yeah this that's where I'm I out. that's where I leave right. city boys leaving yeah. Um, then Hot Pants walks in after her boyfriend. And they do a good job of establishing that her shirt has no back on it. They establish yes. that thoroughly. Yeah. And, well, that's the, that's the horror movie butt shot. And, like, from under her ass. Right on. When they come as she's under, walking the, in, under the, yes, the swing. Yes. Under the swing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, as she approaches the house, the house kind of starts to look bigger. Yeah. This has been aped a million times since then. And Definitely. it never looks as good. This is a, the, I think. The cinematographer, this was his first film. He was, like, brand new at it. Like, this is an amazing shot. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah totally. And there's a reason it's been stolen so many times. It's been redone, yeah. you know. But they establish she has no back on her shirt. That Leatherface grabs her, he puts on a fucking meat hook, right? And you're like, you're like, is it her, her shirt? And I'm like, no, no, she didn't have a back on her shirt. So that's right. just in her goddamn back. Another one of those brilliant moments where, like, when you think about the first time you saw it, you could have sworn you saw that spike come straight through her, right. like some kind of blood spur, but there's Absolutely. nothing. Well, and, and then and then she watches, and it's just it's her reaction to Leatherface turning her boyfriend into you know snakes right. and on and which is really you. it's a really interesting turn in that movie because I'd say that's maybe even like a half hour in already. Yeah, and like you know the situation with the hitchhiker in the van, it was it was scary. It was like very off putting, very and unsettling. But just all the fuck out of nowhere, like okay, brand new audience, never seen this movie before. All of a sudden, there's this psycho with a weird mask on that just bashed this dude, hung another chick on a hook, and then is cutting the other dude up with like, a chainsaw. It goes from zero to twenty. Or whatever the proper way to say yeah. it is. Yeah, that, it's not very fast. No, that's not very fast. <laughs> it's I mean, like in terms going, of golf carts. That's going from, going, <laughs> going from idling to slightly pressing the gas pedal. Well, um, one of the things about this movie, though, too, is you had movies like horror movies like Psycho or The Exorcist. You never had a movie where someone took a power tool Right. And was murdering people with it. Right. And, but then, in the 80s, people did that a lot. That's all there right, was, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But it yeah, was just a different way. One of the documentaries, way... they uh, interviewed the director of Nail Gun Massacre. That's okay, what yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nail Gun. Uh, a lot of that shit after, toolbox, after you, Chainsaw. Toolbox ask? murderer. Uh, <laughs> right. Driller killer. Driller killer. Driller killer rules. Do you think that the creators of um, Nail Gun 
massacre. That's exactly right. Were they influenced in any way by this film? You know, Would they you argue they they quoted their direct influences more of like Nosferatu and like yeah. White Zombie. That was right. like more of their yeah. style. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh man. Well, what I wanted to say about this scene with her getting put on the meat hook is it's so effective, and yeah, she has this backless shirt. Had she had a regular shirt on, it wouldn't have it wouldn't make a difference. But it's so much more um, upsetting and violent to know that her bare back went through that hook, even though fabric wouldn't make any difference, you know. And I really like that all of this happens in broad daylight. Yeah, word. And when she tries, like, so she comes into the house, she falls into that creepy room with the skeleton. And the chicken And the chicken feathers. And the chicken feathers. Yeah, and she yeah starts, it like, it, It's she really starts, gross, too. Like, because it's like, people, like, they steal stuff like that. They're like, oh, well, that, like, creepy couch made out of, like, bones and shit. Right. But it's like, there's, like, feathers and, like, human hair on the ground. Yeah. And that's, like, right. that's what's, like... That's just really upsetting about that. Yeah, and then she, she, he comes after her, and she runs out the front door, and again, in the broad daylight, he grabs her and pulls her back in. That's right. And it's so scary and so perfect that he's dragging her back in this house. Like, at this point, as a new viewer, you have zero context for why any of this is happening. Right. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah, suddenly Leatherface has just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. But that's like kind of the good thing. It's like even if it's like going forward, it's not like it's like oh, it's all because of this later on. It's like true. It's like well, I mean, I guess the best answer is these are bad people who are like you know they're hillbillies. Yeah. It's like part of that whole genre of like uh, redneck exploitation films are like oh yeah, there's like hillbillies that like sodomize people or eat right. them and stuff. Pills have eyes and shit. Right. Like Deliverance. Yeah. More mainstream examples, but there's a whole subgenre of like totally, yeah, awful hillbilly movies. Yeah, and there really is no motive or resolution ever given. Yeah, generally throughout the movie. Yeah, no, it's just that they're like bad people. Yeah. What like do you think that speaks to like a fear or an elitism of more like? Oh yeah, for sure. Cause like I. I don't trust hill rods. Worth a day. Sons, sons of the soil. Yeah. Sons oh, of the yeah. soil. Like, let's be PC. Yeah, if we can. Yeah, if we can. Please. Yeah. It's 2015, dude. Anyone who lost the Civil War, I don't fucking trust them. That's <laughs> my, they fucking try to stab us in the back once, they'll do it again. <laughs> I don't trust turncoats. Yeah, dude. Even if they've been dead hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. They're the sentence of them. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, but then you're like, you're like... Hey, so what do you think about black people? And it's like, oh, right, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust you, now. Yeah, you're, you're a bad person. Yeah. So after after this... Um, the Civil War? No. After the, after, after the Hot War. Pants has been hung on the hook, uh, Jerry and his fabulous octagonal glasses... Yeah, so, yeah. He approaches the house. Yeah, homegirl's boyfriend is like, well, I'm gonna go see... Oh, yeah, he's like, no, 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 you stay here with the invalid so I can get a minute <laughs> of peace. <laughs> I'll go, just, I'll go figure that's out right, what's going on. That's right, he's driving him crazy, and that's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, you man. know what, you guys stay. I'll be right. back. And she's like, no, I should probably come. And he's like, he's no. like absolutely not. Yeah. No, while we picked on them for like going into that, it's like, everyone else, like, it makes sense. He's like, well, I'm going to go see Looking what happened for to them. their friends. Right. And yeah, it's, no, that's the thing, like, um, Jim, you said one of the times we were watching this movie was you were like, it's a perfect movie because no one acts stupid in this film. Like, everyone does what 
you would do. None of it's yeah. none of it's a stretch. Yeah, yeah, like really. yeah, like a, a bit of a stretch. Like I wouldn't go into like the weird murder house, but like but the swing in seventies, you had more trusted people back then. I yeah, guess maybe I, you know. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I know you. I, didn't. I wasn't alive. Right? <laughs> well, after like, you got out of right. the house. No, it's like yeah. No, I could just see us like driving somewhere though. Like you and me, Jim. Like in real life, and there'd be some weird hitchhiker, and you'd be like, "Hey, let's pick him up." I'd be like, "No." <laughs> Like, I remember one time, like, you vouched for this dude to, like, he, like, he was trying to get into this building we we were in. We did a show there, and the, the, the He called lady, himself Dougie Fred. Yeah, the, the girl who was working there was like, like, what's up? And you were like, oh, he just has to do the bathroom. He's cool. And it was like, we had to, like, call the cops to get him out of there. Dude, one time I actually convinced Keith to pick up the hitchhiker. <laughs> essentially. This quick was Keith, I have a quick question. <laughs> Was Keith in a wheelchair at the time? Keith was not in a wheelchair. He did not blow any raspberries one time. Quick, real quick sidebar. I, Keith is driving. We stop at a 7-Eleven. I got to get a Slurpee, right? We're probably like 19 years old, maybe younger. Yeah. And this dude's you, in you there. You had to get your Slurpee. I had right? to get a Slurpee. What kind of Slurpee can I ask? Like, what flavor? I, it would have been a mix oh, of some kind, okay. of course. Um, and like, this dude was like, yo, what, I don't even remember. He's like, you got any change? You got a phone? Something like this. And he's like, yo, man, I just kind of need a ride to this place. And at the time, I was like, that sounds great. We got a car. We'll just bring you, we'll give you a ride. (laughs) Shady motherfucker, right? No! It happened. And so, like, he gets in a car and he directs us to the heart of Robbins, Illinois. Like, the (laughs) the direct center of it. And we pull up, I'll make this quick. We pull up in this parking lot of an apartment complex, right? And I've got, like, uh, my Discman plugged into my tape deck kind of situation. We get flooded by, like, eight dudes. Like, just all come around the car. And this one dude pokes his head in the car. He's like, give me that CD player. What else you got oh, in this car? Shit. Out of nowhere. And this dude jumped out. And he's like, do you know, it's some sort of money, drug, whatever thing. And he fucking hops back in the car. And he's like, go, go, we are good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it. No, at this point, I, no, I was driving. Keith was waiting in the car. And I came out with this dude out of 7-Eleven. And Keith's like, what's going on? I'm like, it's cool, man. Everything's love. And, like, so then, yeah, then we pull out of there, and this guy's like, okay, you just gotta take me to my girlfriend's house. She lives, like, over here. I don't remember where. We go out, he's like, no, 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 stop over here, like, down the block. And he's like, he gets out of the car, he's like, whatever you do, don't leave. <laughs> he fucking walks into this person's garage. <laughs> <laughs> and Keith and I had a moment, and I'm like, okay, fine, we gotta go, and we went, and all this stuff. And so you no. left? And then we left. We left. He together. told you not to leave! Oh, I know, and who knows what happened when we left. I have no See, fucking idea. But that's my point, is, like, it's like, not that much of a search. Like, I would have been like, no. And God. I would have been like, well, maybe. Right. <laughs> so, so it's not that, like, no one acts stupid. No, like, yeah, it's not a stretch at yeah. all. Anything that happens, really. In this movie. So, yeah, he goes off, and then he gets whacked, too. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hold on. His death's a little anti I watched it, I watched it two days ago. Thing. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. He gets hammer no, does it, is it that he first walks in and like lifts the freezer? Yes. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, like yeah. pops up and. She's like, oh God, I'm in a freezer. Right. And now, is she, is she dead or is she still alive? No, she's, she's still, still alive. alive. She's moving too much. Because to be he dead. comes in and he hears the knocking on the inside of the yeah, freezer that Leatherface has placed her in. And then, and then she comes out like a fucking yeah. like and she haunted was, house in a carnival like absolutely like, she's in a spook house yeah, yes. totally. so then um it's at that moment so then um Leatherface takes out Jerry and then you're tightly 
into Leatherface's perspective, and he's like, he's in distress. Uh-huh. He sits down. He's like, he's got his hands on his face, and suddenly you realize. This is a home invasion movie that we're watching. <laughs> In which Leatherface is the protagonist. That's an amazing perspective. Because that's something like when Gunnar Hansen's talking about his performance. That during that part, that's one of the things he's doing. Because you notice he kind of like goes to the window and opens the drapes. And he's kind of thinking like, where are all these people coming right. from? Right. Yes, he is, does. He looks through the so drapes right. and he's like, why does this keep happening? He doesn't want to kill these people. They keep uh, coming he, into his house. Well, I don't think he knows the difference between killing people and not killing people necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he is definitely trying like to protect his home. The same as going to work. With yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but it is. De- I mean, it is. That's it's a, causing I, him that's an serious distress. That's an excellent perspective. Serious distress, and you and you feel bad when you see like he's screaming in his weird way behind right. his mask, like his muffled, yeah. like high pitched <clears throat> screaming, and you're like. No, he is not okay. Yeah. He's not doing this for the joy of murdering. Well, look where the family he came from. His dad's a psycho. His brother's a big asshole. His grandpa's a zombie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grandpa. You know what I mean? We'll get into grandpa in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, There's so, a lot to say about grandpa. So then, like, Franklin and... Uh, Sally. Uh, Sally are waiting by the truck. They're like, it's dark at this point. It's like, they probably got there, you know, like noon or some shit and they're like okay dude it's been hours and, and watching it this time through i actually kind of put myself in that position yeah and i was like that's actually really fucking terrifying like it's so your friends just disappearing when you're out like in like somewhere like that after you've had it's like not... a an, an intense situation already happened yeah and then you have your like your retarded brother who won't stop talking about what if that hitchhiker comes back right. over and over again and sally's and like, like now ignoring him yeah yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so then she's like, well, okay, I have to go see what's going on, you know? Her, like, cool-ass boyfriend is missing. Right. I would want He wasn't know. even that cool. Okay. <laughs> he had glasses shaped like octagons. And sick floral patterns. All right, fine. Yeah. We can, yeah. We can, sick floral patterns. We can edit patterns. it out, right? right. Oh, yeah, cool. we can edit whatever okay. out. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah he's, that guy's really cool. It's kind of like he had, like, UFC glasses. Make, make sure that screen's on at least. I just want to, I just, I want to see if something goes wrong no, awry you, with the recording. We don't want to miss. Clipping, you don't want any clipping. Our, like, five to ten fans who will listen to this <laughs> will be really disappointed yeah, if something isn't episode. recorded. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Sally decides she's going to go and she's Franklin go won't let her go yeah. without her. Without Yeah. And so they go to the murder house. Well, well, they're, walking, no, through they're the walking through the woods. Oh, that's now, right. This scene in the woods goes on for a couple minutes, and that's just right. as you start to think, it's exactly what I was. This about. is really boring. Yep. Right. Yep. Jim, take Cause, it. No, because like I was when I was watching it, because I guess I just watched it like two days ago, and it's funny because I I've only watched it every like couple of years to kind of savor the whatever. And I was thinking that. I'm like, they're walking through the woods, and I'm like, this is kind of a misstep. It goes on a little like, too long. it goes long. on really, really long. Just then, as you're thinking that. And then the the moment you start thinking this is going Franklin on too long. Franklin says, I hear, what's that sound? Yes. Yeah. And then Leather the Fuck Face is just instantly <laughs> in frame. That is, that is like sort of the one flaw of the movie. Sneaking up on some of the chainsaws pretty hard. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm you not. You would hear him start it. Right. And sometimes, like. But they were out there going, Jerry! <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Leatherface, yeah, he's right the fuck there. Just shows the fuck up and on a And he carbs door. Franklin up because he, he's in a wheelchair, he can't run. Which is so sick. And if you watch it, like, in the behind the scenes, they talk about 
they had like it was like Toby and the makeup lady and a couple other people. All of them were just crouched, just slightly out of frame, with mouths full of KO syrup, and they oh, were actually spitting that up no on Gunnar Hansen to get that effect as he was cutting them. Yeah, and it's tight because it's like it looks great. It does look for great. not seeing anything, right? Yeah, and really brilliant, like with just the lighting situation of the only light being the flashlight. Yeah, like, but it's just bright enough to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And, and then they run through the woods, which is pretty impressive. If you've ever ran through the woods in the daytime, it, like, yeah. sucks. And yeah, it, like, totally. It's like, oh, God, I hope I don't fucking die. And then, uh, but they're doing it at night. And uh, so that, yeah, then she gets to the murder house. And, uh, no, she gets no, back to the she, gas station. She, she runs to the, to the gas, gas station, station yes. Yeah. When did we see Virginia McCaskey? I wrote that on my At notes. the murder house. At the murder house. Yeah. <laughs> so she runs to <laughs> the... Cameo. She runs... The, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> she runs screaming... <laughs> Through the woods, and I, my understanding, she couldn't run fast enough for Gunnar Hansen, so he has to keep pretending he's chopping through right, branches brush. and stuff. Um, and there were times, because he was so overheated and exhausted and confused, he said he kind of felt like his objective was to hit her with right. the chainsaw. Like, right. he was losing his mind. And they go, and then they, so she makes it to the gas station, and, um, what's it, the, what's his face? Yeah, the cook, I think. The other yeah, brother, the cook, let's call him the cook. Yeah, yeah part of the family. Yeah. He's at the gas station, and he you starts- You don't know he's a bad guy yet, if you're watching it right. for the first time. But he starts sure. manhandling her hard. Yeah, man. Like, Which was another one of those situations where Toby Hooper was like, no, really, you're not hitting her hard enough with the broom, hit her hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's what I said too. Like, it's like like people take a lot of shit from this movie. Like, they they, it's, they steal. You know, this movie came out thirty years ago, uh, forty years ago. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, so th- people took a lot of shit from this movie. Like, oh, well, do this that. Like, in most movies, they they hit somebody in the head with like a tire iron and they knock them out. Like hitting her in the face with a broom is oh, like that way was worse. Horrifying. Yeah, man. You is. wouldn't be able to defend yourself against a broom. He has all the advantage. He's a couple feet away from her. But she makes it into the gas station, you think, like, there's a little bit of relief, like, she's indoors, but he's, like, grabbing her creepily, he's holding her well, too much. Well, and dude plays it so well, where at first he's like, it's okay, it's yeah, okay, it's okay. what's going on? Like, and then he yeah, just kind of Then he, then he, well, then he, he walks back in with, like... A potato sack and a rope. And a rope, oh, like, a, right. like a date gone, gone super wrong. <laughs> Out comes <laughs> And she's like, no... Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it's okay. And then he starts hitting her with a broom. Well, right, she's right armed there. herself. Smartly. She's grabbed a knife. She's right. like, this seems a little creepy. I'm going to grab this knife here. And he's like, no, knock it out of your hand with a broom. Yeah. It's like, wow. Usually you'd want the knife in a broom fight. Like, if Jim, if you were like, we're dueling, pick right. your weapon. The broom, There's a broom and a knife. I'd be like, I'm going knife. But he was like, then you the just broom knock is- the- but nice. it's so funny because if you really put yourself in the context of that movie and you're Sally, your friend suddenly disappeared, you have no idea what's going on, you were just walking through the woods and fucking Leatherface shows up and yes. caught your brother with a chainsaw, all you're doing is running. All you can do is run and, you're and feeling, panic. And you're feeling all this guilt because part of you is relieved that Franklin is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, but which is all. Which but is now you're also conflict. like, it's a lot. It's a conflicting feeling because, like, now you're also worried. Like, 
hot ass Jerry is dead too, and right, this all just starting to unravel. Yeah, yeah. All of it's starting to like sink in, right? But then you show up at a gas station and you see a guy who you saw earlier in the day, and you think like and he's gonna help you, and then he starts hitting you in with a fucking broom. I wouldn't be able to hold on to it. Right. I don't know, but too that she had the wherewithal to pick it up because that usually bothers me in horror movies. It's like, it's true. Why haven't you armed yourself? Or like even in like Halloween, which is a great movie. Or it's she like she keeps being like, oh, I stabbed Michael Myers. I'm gonna throw with the knife on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tossing the weapon is still to this day one of the most aggravating things in a horror movie ever. Right. Like I, again, like a lot of times the movies like, yeah, she can't know he's like a fucking he's Michael Myers. He's just keep coming. It's like right. you well, shoot this, him with six bullets. The yeah. broom. The broom is just before we move on. So unsettling and horrifying. And equally as hilarious. Yeah, it's definitely. So, well, because the whole time he's got that goofy smile on his face yeah, he's and he's like, ah! his ass off. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's screaming her head off and it's a fucking broom. But I don't doubt it. Like, it works. Yeah. Even, like, this movie is in some ways a comedy. Like, it's... No, that's something Toby Hooper always said, too. He's, yeah. That, that's why he made Texas Chainsaw 2, like, more overtly funny. Because he's like, you know, everybody always missed the dark humor in, it, in Texas Chainsaw. It's, like, it's clearly <laughs> intentional. Yeah. Yeah, it's clearly uh, intentional. So then he brings her back to the murder house. And he talks about like, hey, I gotta turn the lights off the cost of electricity these yeah, days. Yeah, right. <laughs> All the time, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, this yeah. is, this is Snapshot. Nixon. This is Snapchat. Nixon's America. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he brings her back to the house. The murder house. The murder house. Yeah, no, it was when it was when her boyfriend went there that we saw Virginia McCaskey. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, that was. The, they see the old lady. Oh right, okay. So she doesn't go to the gas station first. First, she runs into the house looking for help. Yeah, and, and she it, runs up the stairs. And she, she runs into Virginia, Virginia McCaskey. McCaskey. And she's like, I own the Chicago Bears. And then she jumps out the window oh, fuck, and runs to the right. gas because station. She is, yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Phil will fix it in post. Fix it in post. Fix, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she jumps through a window twice in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is tight. <laughs> There's also when Leatherface cuts the door up, too. Yes. <clears throat> and then he's chastised for that later. It's like, dude, you cut up our fucking you, door. You ruined our door. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so good. Virginia McCaskey, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. And I wish, because I just watched the documentary, and I wish I could remember the name of the guy who was, like, the set designer and special effects guy who essentially made the house. That was his idea, because he was like, where is the woman in this family? Like, right. these are all just a bunch of dudes. And so they're like, oh yeah, skeleton dead lady. That'll, oh that'll my god. And she looks great, oh, by gosh, the right. way. Yeah. yeah. For her age, hey. Yeah. For her age. <laughs> at the ripe age of whatever the fucking Virginia McCaskey She was is. at the first uh, National Football League Championship game. Virginia McCaskey? Yes. Still alive? At, at, yes, at date she of recording? Is. Yes. I'll be damned. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> she comes, they, she's like, oh, finally. Oh, hey, hey, I'm awake. Oh god, I'm at dinner at the murder house. Yeah. And well, she's, she's not to... at dinner yet. She walks in and they... They first tie her up. Yeah, and... right. No, we're... she's in and out of consciousness. We're 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 jumping out. Yeah. Okay. It There's just be... so much to talk about in every detail of this film. Like when when he he goes after the hitchhiker and he's yelling at him like you've been running around the graveyards again, <laughs> and he's furious. And they pull her out of the um truck in her potato sack and she's screaming her head off. Which I believe that. No, because it starts in the woods. In the woods till the end of the movie, there's nonstop screaming. Mm-hmm. Right. No, and it's also like again, like the set design, everything great in this movie. Like it's like a dirty potato sack, and it's not like yeah. a potato sack <laughs> that someone made look dirty. Which right. Is like, another thing that she said, uh, Sally, in the documentary, like when they gag her with the towel, 
It was legit just a towel that they found. Oh, like they, I it looks it. gross. It like, looks gross. Yeah, man. It doesn't look like it's supposed to look gross. Like, like it's like got beetles on it or something. Like no. a Tim Burton movie. It's like no, this is just fucking. It's just gross. a dirty rag. It's just a dirty ass towel. And I, I will just say it now, and I don't know if I already said it, um, because we were talking about this earlier. For me, best performance in a horror movie I've ever seen. She is amazing in this movie. She is like it, it's. I mean, I don't know if she beats Jeffrey Combs yeah. as Dr. Herbert West. Yeah. Necessarily. For no. me, I mean, I've no, never yeah. I've yeah. never seen a more horrified performance. That's pretty true. She is genuinely yeah. horrified. And we know and I mean it it is genuine because like as she's you actually said, being tortured she's actually being tortured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so as I was saying, she comes to a dinner time and it's like, oh shit, she's got a chair that's got like human arms. Can I just say, this is the dinner party of my dreams. Elegant lighting. um, (laughs) Stylish chairs. Someday I'm going to invite people to this specific dinner party. They're (laughs) going to figure it out. They're not going to be happy. (laughs) Um, The first time I made... So I made my friend Janine watch this. I thought she was going to enjoy this movie. She did not. Yeah. And sort of the line in the sand for (laughs) this movie was when they cut her finger and give it to Grandpa. And it's this great reveal that so, Grandpa is alive. Right, Right, because so I wrote that in the notes because it's like, it's still like... The first she time was you like, see, I'm out. That's the first I am time. done with this movie. Right. You, you, the first time you see this movie, you see uh, Virginia McCaskey, and you see this old guy, you're like, oh, two dead bodies. And then it's right. like, no, no, he's alive, it turns out. And the, like, the makeup on him is so good because like... It looks like a fake paper mache mannequin until it starts moving. Until it starts you sucking know? on that finger. Yeah, man. That yeah. sweet, sweet very, finger. Very effective. <laughs> very effective. And, like, part of the whole thing that's so great about dinner, too, is, like, she wakes up, and there's a few minutes, like, she's just screaming. It's just screaming. But and they're, what's so disturbing about it is they're just laughing at it. Yeah, man. They're like, Amazing oh. side note, I read somewhere that this dinner scene took 26 hours yeah. to shoot it's been like vi- like the different <laughs> accounts vary of how long it is yeah. but i think 26 was like the yeah. actual legit number yeah yeah 26 like, and, and i'm not really like really cut her figure too when they put it yeah it was one of those like in that specific instance gunner hansen was losing his fucking mind because like you know low budget like for continuity he was wearing the same clothes for a month and they never watched yes. it never did anything he's behind this mask he's like you know Gunnar Hansen kind of seems like a douche. Rest in peace. I don't mean any disrespect. Oh, yeah. Rest in hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, so he's, like, method actor or whatever. But he actually started getting lost in that role. And, yeah, he wasn't supposed to actually cut her finger, but he fucking did. He did. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. He did actually legit mm-hmm. cut her finger. And you can see it, man. All of them say that, that the dinner shooting scene that took 26 hours was, was like, the, worst the, the hardest well, little thing. I mean, and you, you, if you really look, as you watch the movie more and more, and you look into these people's eyes, they're losing their shit, Yes. Man. Right. Well, and what's part of what's so cool about the dinner scene, too, is, like, really, you break it down. Like, for the first, like, few minutes of the scene, it's, she's screaming, they're laughing at her, and it's, like, super close-up stuff, like, her eyes. Like, it's, like, it goes on for a few minutes, but it's intense. Yeah. Like, man. it's, like, And really, nothing's really happening. But right. If you like, shot it differently, yeah. it would just be, like, someone in a room screaming for a few minutes, and, you know... And, like, that's what's so terrible, too. It like, is, that's, to go back to your word from earlier, it is one of, it's very visceral. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it, it works. 
There's like almost something subliminally working in the background to go directly into your brain to make you feel discomfort. Yeah. Because it's like in that scene, you're not even really watching a story unfold anymore. You're just seeing horror being projected at you. Yeah. Yeah. In like it's um. It, it, like, it's people like if you've ever picked on or something that's part of what's bad too is it's like bad attitude so it's just like cruelly laughing at you yeah and that, that's like that's horrible and like I want to kind of posit to you guys too like a question like why does this scene work for us with like I, I don't none of us like Hostel right I know it's almost like an art house scene well it's not uh, torture porn the more I see Hostel the less I'm into it yeah uh, it's not torture porn though there's there's nothing. The only bloody part in this whole sequence is Grandpa hits her scalp. Well, yeah, that's great. that's what happens eventually. Right. So yeah. this is going on, and then they're like, hey... Let's, let's have like... Grandpa's the greatest killer of all. Yeah, yeah he always <laughs> said he was the best. Yeah. He's, He's a the... corpse. Yeah, and so <laughs> they try... And he keeps trying to hit her over the head with the hammer, and he keeps dropping the it's fucking so hammer. so good, yeah. And he's, they've got her, like, hanging over the, like, tin... The, bucket, like, like, blood, blood bucket. bucket. Yeah, yeah, blood yeah. bucket, yeah. To bash her brains in, and then she's like, all right, fuck this, and she finally gets out of there. And uh, she books it to the road. It's daylight. Jumps she, through a window the second She jumps the through the second time. window, right. and as Jim pointed out to us as we were watching, she actually fucked up her ankle. Yeah. Because they made her fall from... Like, there's... Because the, she jumps through the window, but then the next cutaway is, like, from underneath her, and she's jumping over the camera, so they set up scaffolding for yes. her t- to get that shot, and she fucked her ankle up, jumping from so it. She, like, she's got, like, little boots on, too. Like, right. She's not yeah. wearing, like... She's wearing 70s platformer. Right. Yeah. So she's limping away, and she's legitimately limping away. Yeah. And so then Leatherface jumps out and runs out of the house after her, and, uh... And she's like, and the hitchhiker, yeah. he's cutting up her back as she's running. And then he gets ran the fuck over by a semi truck, which, which is, is sweet. Awesome. Yeah, super then sweet. enter the. Oh, uh, can I just say of Grandpa trying to kill Sally? Yeah, it's like worse than that one scene in Schindler's List, the worst scene where they're trying to when that guy's going to be shot point blank, but then there's no bullets in the gun. Yeah, it is so tense. The hammer keeps falling on the ground, or what is it? A hammer? Or yeah, is yeah, it he's a, got a hammer. Yeah. And he and then he drops it in that bucket and it makes that noise and Awful she's noise. screaming and they're holding her by the hair. Just before we moved on from that, I wanted to discuss that scene is so unnerving it, and well, perfect. They're like simultaneously abusing Sally and they're abusing this decrepit old yeah. man. They're like, <laughs> He's like they're <laughs> legitimately forcing him to kill this woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure he'd love it in his old life or whatever. Right. But, but he, he can't have a cohesive like, thought. I just can't do it like I used to. Yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah, so then we have in this truck the appearance of like black dude in a horror movie so it's like certainly he will die yeah <laughs> well that's the thing is i always say like that but we don't see him die no he doesn't yeah no he's a big fat black dude with i think he, he clearly gets away yeah. yeah yeah he doesn't get back in his truck mind you right he the, just runs away he runs away <laughs> who knows what happens right because yeah so yeah he she's like oh god after he runs that hitchhiker rope to get in the truck Leatherface starts cutting at the door with his saw. They like get the fuck back out of the truck. They start running. She gets to the bed of a pickup truck and takes off. This pisses Leatherface off to no end. And he starts dancing around with his chainsaw. All time classic. And another like beautiful, artful scene filmed during Golden Hour. Right. Of him dancing with the chainsaw. Beautiful. After he's cut himself with the chainsaw. He actually he had a boo boo. Which 
Because the, 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 the truck driver, you know, threw a fucking monkey wrench at his head. Right, which you pointed out, Elise, is the only time you actually see a blade entering flesh in this whole movie. Well, you see cu- you see cuts with the knife, too. There's like, there's like when he cuts Franklin, you see that, and you see oh, when yeah, he cuts Sally. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's the only but chainsaw penetration. It's the only cha- chainsaw penetration. Well, people remember, like, even Really I, bad movie, chainsaw penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch like, chainsaw full, penetration. Full, full penetration, yeah. usually a good thing, but not, 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 when, it's, not when it's all chainsaw. So, like I was saying before we started this, when I think of the Franklin death, the first time I saw it, I pictured, oh yeah, you see the chainsaw cut from his shoulder into like his sternum. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. You don't see anything. Yeah. People remember it as so gory, but there's barely any blood in this movie. Right. No, it's... It, like, because it's like you can't justify necessarily with your eyes the, the feeling of dread that this movie subliminally gives you. Yes, yeah. yes. You know what I mean? It's the imagination. Like, that's what makes this movie so mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. In like, the moodiness, you like, know? Like, okay, like, okay, guys. Like, okay, audience at home, guys, just give me a second real quick. Okay, let me paint you a picture. All right, so, like, so, like, you're in your house, right? You're, like, you're, you're in your house. You Maybe you're at work right now, but, like, just picture yourself back at your house. There's, like, a really scary mummy in your bedroom. Isn't that, like, more scary than, like, most movies? Because it happened in your brain, in your mind's eye. You're, like, seeing this scary mummy, and you're like, ooh, this is scary. This is way scarier than, like, shit you see in a movie, because so, it happened in your mind. I think mind. this is a great... Right, right, right. In the theater I think you're illustrating perfectly. I think this is a great time to transition to our segments. Ah, our segments. Segments. Right. Uh, uh, sound cue? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, yeah, hold on. Pause for sound cue. Segment. Pretty woman. Alright. So, okay. So, um. Which one do you want to start with? We'll start with uh, fashion. Best wardrobe. Best. Okay, so we like to discuss wardrobe. I've already talked about the octagon glasses quite a bit. Would you gentlemen start with your favorite Um, outfits in the movie? Well, I mean, it was very tough. Okay. I did like how the one chick had really short shorts on. Astrology chick? Yes. But I liked how Marilyn Burns didn't have a bra on. Yeah. And you could see her nipples through her shirt the whole movie. The Jim, entire movie. Jim, do you want to weigh in on your her favorite? Her pants were very tight as well, too. Your favorite look in the film? I mean, at first, at, it, it changed as the movie went on. Because at first it was <laughs> octagon glasses, floral shirt. <laughs> floral shirt. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, look, man, if, if my dear friend and associate Brian Fox was Brian truly Fox alive. Brian Fox who I thought If he was yeah. truly alive in the 70s. <laughs> A, he would have survived. I think he would have survived. But he also would have looked exactly like that dude and been just as cool. I could Th- not think of Brian Fox in watching this movie and, disgu- like, preparing for discussion no of it. No disrespect. Yeah. No, so but, at first, oh, no, in the best possible way, I think he would take it as right. a compliment. Yeah. At first it was him. And then, once you truly realize that Astrology Girl has no back to her shirt at all, yes. I was like, that's actually pretty good. But I'm, I gotta go for best outfit in the movie is Leatherface's dinner attire. Oh, Jim. A man after my own heart. (laughs) That is absolutely what I have written down here. Absolutely. (laughs) He has this great suit on with a skinny tie. Hell yeah. He has cowboy boots. Like he's in a new wave band, yeah. And then he has on this, like, really stylish... This makeup job on his mask. Because you don't notice until you watch the movie a couple of times that he has more than one mask. Right? Yes. You know what I mean? And so he's got his formal mask on this time. Right. And, and this time he's got a perm wig. Blue, right. Blue <laughs> eyeshadow. Right. Like a really bright Skinny lipstick. Time, like uh-huh. he's going to start seeing the model or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crop That book. is 
absolutely, no doubt, for me, the best outfit in so the new film. So, new wave sure. Leatherface. New, new wave Leatherface. I'm so glad. He really <laughs> kicks it up a notch for that dinner yes, party. Yes, he does, man. Yeah, he he really knows he's got company mm, over really does. Best right. titties. I mean, Sally. There's Sally, no discussion, yes. really, I feel like. Am I wrong? Sally has the best titties. Yeah, okay. Especially, like, we see she's not wearing a bra. Her shirt it, oh, it's hottest titties. Titties. Get it right. Sh- her shirt gets ripped open and back, so it's confirmed like there is no bra. Right. Uh, runner up, Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like just by sure virtue of the fact that if it's hottest titties, it was very hot. Yeah. You can tell he's sweating flop style. Right. Like, yeah. Like literal. Right. If, if literal. you took if you took a thermometer to both Sally and Franklin's titties. Franklin cities are probably hotter. Probably. Right, but but if we're using the, the way like like jive talks, you know. right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. In the parlance of our times, right? <laughs> right. It's uh, yeah. No, and yeah, why don't like chicks with like sometimes you see chicks with like A cups walking around with no bra, but like C cups, like like she's got like some nice like, C cups no bra. It's, well, because it's still like you still need support, like it's still uncomfortable it's not at that level. It's not but this was the swinging seventies where you're supposed to burn your bra and shit. Right. Yeah, but I, I like that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they I, should bring, girls should bring that back. Like, if you have C cups, you should audi- not wear audience at home. <laughs> if anyone out there takes anything from this, if you have a nice pair of C cups, let them fly. Yeah, I, I, you can go bigger too. I, I'm, you know, we'll see. There comes a point where, it, just in terms of comfort. You know. Sure. I mean, I mean, I grew up with tits, man. I know how this goes. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you have, just try not wearing a bra around me and see how I react. That's what I'd say. Which one of us are you talking to right now? Uh, I'm talking to the audience at home. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I mean, I've seen at least no bra on before. <laughs> That's not to, not to give secrets away. But we are married. <laughs> All right. Um, scariest scene. For me, it's the door slamming open. Hands down, like, or our guy, guess slamming clothes. Um, Leatherface making his first appearance in the movie. It's so sudden. He's like stepping into that back room, and out comes Leatherface. And he then, like, you know, just the sounds. Yeah, the sounds. It's the sounds. Yeah, See, for me, it's the dinner. Like, I, I think because it's like. Like, even, like, in, like, a way where you're not in, like, any physical danger. Like, that's, like, the worst feeling in the world is when you're in a situation where things are bad and they're about to get worse. Well, the whole, that whole sequence, I should say, because, again, like, he's murdered, she enters, and then there's that whole part where she's dragged back into the house, as I already said, in broad daylight. That's what, that's what that makes that whole part so scary for me. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, my personal preference, you know. Jim? I would I would say the scariest scene is when they're in the van and that girl takes the gun out of her vagina <laughs> and blows oh, a dude. hole through the back oh, of her yeah. Oh, Jimmy watched the wrong one. Wow. That's just, oh, okay. It's Things. weird that it's not come out until now. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't even saving that. I gotta break it down into three, right? It's like scariest scene, first time you see Leatherface, the metal door. Yes. All time, all time American scariest scene. Most startling thing that happens in the movie is when it's two minutes of boring woods walking and then all of a sudden Leatherface shows up. And the most horrifying scene is the dinner scene. Because that's just a prolonged feeling of discomfort that does not stop and does not let up the whole time. But, like, if you had to, like, truncate it into, like, like, you know, list situation, it's when you first see Leatherface. It's when you first see Uh, Leatherface is the scariest. Um, uh, Runner-up for me, actually, is the gas station. 
because there's... When he's hitting her with the broom and shit? Yeah, when, yeah. well, the, just first realizing that when he first pulls out that rope, when there's that, even before that, when she's looking at the barbecue and she's starting to feel uneasy, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh shit, this isn't over yet, you know, for her. She's not okay. And that gets really, it, for me, that part is really frightening because... Um, That's a good call. It, they do a nice job of everything is so amped up leading up to her making it to the gas station and then Leatherface disappear, disappears, you yeah. know? So, um, and I would say that's my un- runner-up. Unsung hero of most terrifying scene in the movie is when Franklin just keeps making the sound with the air gun over and yeah. over again. <laughs> it's so unsettling to watch him do that and, like, think that a human being would Franklin, actually act like that. Franklin, stop it! <laughs> yeah. The, the thought that if he we, could be related to someone like that. There's this, the fat guy in the wheelchair is describing the pneumatic gun they used to the slaughterhouse to a bunch of vegetarian hippie types. Right. <laughs> Like, graphically describing it and making the noise over and over, even if they told him to stop. keep asking him to stop. I wish I could do it. I, I can't remember it well enough. We'll, we'll drop it in if we can. Drop it in. If we could, yeah. If we haven't dropped be... it in, go ahead, turn on the DVD, listeners. Maybe 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes in or so. No, There's no chance you're dropping sound cues into this. Yeah, <laughs> I think we might be able to. We'll see. I'm not going to be doing it, so I shouldn't. So, would you... Would you survive this Would you survive? I don't think I would. I don't think you would either. I'm glad you're honest. Like like I said, like... Okay, so what's your... Like we were talking about the hitchhike earlier, I'd be like, oh, that guy's weird. What's your reasoning for not surviving? It would... Okay. It would depend where I fall in the timeline of deaths. Because I would not be able to let go of the fact that my friends disappeared. Right, no, they, yeah. I would not be able to let it go, and I would have to go through... I, w- I would walk into that house. If, if two of my really good friends suddenly disappeared out on a trip, and I found a place where I thought maybe they were, I would be... I don't know, dude. And you have to remember, you're almost out of gas, there's no cell phones. Right, right. So it's like, you don't have a lot of options. And, like, I, I have, I've got a pretty good, like danger response like my reflexes in a time of like panic and things like this are, are pretty good but if all of a sudden Gunnar Hansen and someone else's skin on his face <laughs> showed up with a chainsaw out of nowhere I would be petrified yeah. I wouldn't be paralyzed you'd be period. frozen yeah, yeah I'd be absolutely frozen I would die in this see movie. I think I would live it's not because like okay we made fun of them for walking to a murder house but like I don't like asking people for things that are socially acceptable to ask them for like Oh, maybe we could borrow some gas. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Someone else could go to that house and do but that. But what if it was me who left to go get the gas and then I never returned? Okay, but that's the thing is, like, I've got a little bit of crazy in me and I'd have at least, like, a rock in my hand when I came back. Yeah, like, right on, right like, on. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not saying, like, that would necessarily, like, but I'd have better odds against Leatherface that I wouldn't just be like, oh, hey, everybody here? But yeah, like, I wouldn't <laughs> leave you behind, Jim. Like, right. But, but I, I would definitely, like, I'd, like, have a knife on me or something. It's just, probably. like, even even now, you know, even as, like, a horror movie fan, you could you could never prepare yourself for that kind of terror. Like, you could no. never expect that a family like this would exist. But right. you're in the like South, and you think, well, they're a weird South family. They're in Texas, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. You're like, this is, this is the Deep South. Like, you're going to make some concessions for them. Like, you're right. going to try to not be too judgmental. Oh, this guy who cut himself in my I'm going to say, I give myself 50-50. Because, like, well, I don't know. 
I feel like I'd be right with Franklin on, like, how on edge I'd be after the hitchhiker. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like when he keeps saying, what if he comes back? I'd be like, what the fuck if he comes uh, back? I can let's, for this. Let's find a way out of this podunk town. I don't care that there's no gas. Let's go siphon some gas. Right. Let's go. Let's be hitchhikers ourselves. It couldn't be worse. Maybe that black trucker will come by. Like, <laughs> I think I can trust him. You yeah, know? but. So I, I give, I mean, like, the one hand, like, had I thought, had the wherewithal to get the fuck out of there, which after running into that hitchhiker, I think I'd be like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, I, I feel like, had I not had that, yes. I would be dead because right. Well, and also have you considered like you trying to run with no brawn? Like you have even bigger <laughs> breasts than this Sally. is seventy four. Yeah, like, seventy three. You have no no brawn. A lot more. It'd be a little more painful. Let me tell you, I don't care how painful it is. If there's a chainsaw behind me, that is the fastest I have ever run. Yeah, right. All That's right. inconsequential, Dan. Maybe we should do an experiment. <laughs> Pass. All right. Pass. That's a hard pass. <clears throat> All right. Okay, um, so would you survive? We said no, no, and maybe. I, I said I would definitely survive. This oh, yeah, sure no, yes, survive. and maybe. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and, and then, well, before we get into where we compare this film um, to our yardstick for all their horror. Which I is brilliant. Um, can we talk a little bit about where the country was at the time and kind of influence this movie's had? Those are two think two talking points I'd like to. Mm, let's do our segment first. Let, let, we, okay. Would, okay. We we don't have to. All right. All right. You're throwing a whole monkey wrench in my thing. Did All we, right. Did we fix this in post? <laughs> Are they still listening? All right. So yeah, at the time it was seventies. Uh, Vietnam had happened. Summer of seventy three. They were filming this. This was a Vietnam film. This movie. It was not filmed in Vietnam. No. However, but it was about. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> I mean, that's where Gunnar. Well, Gunnar Hansen, Hansen. Two things I've heard the most about his inspiration for this movie was it was reactionary to things that were going on in the, in the country like Vietnam and Watergate, and that he was Christmas shopping. No, that's Toby Hooper. To- who did I say, Gunnar Hansen? Yeah, Toby Hooper. Um, he was Christmas shopping and. He had a crowd in front of him, and he he was in a hardware store, and he imagined grabbing a chainsaw and cutting through the crowd with it. Uh, and that's what kind of was the seed yeah. of inspiration for this movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely speaks to kind of um, a uh, rejection of what maybe had been going on in film right. up well, until they, this they, point. Well, they cut up the astrology chick. It's like, bam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very, very, like, nihilistic, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, this is coming, this is, like, five years removed of, like, the summer of love, you know what I mean? Right. And, like, 1970, you know, John Lennon was like, the dream is over, and, like, contemporary America, uh, as it were, was feeling very, like, nihilistic about things. And, like, mm-hmm. didn't really have much to believe in anymore. Except right. for, like, losing the Vietnam War. Yeah, right. And there was not... There's not... There's really... I mean, Sally gets away, but there's really not a glimmer of hope in this movie. No. Anywhere. 
You know, because well, she even gets away. I mean, she does get away, but she's fucked friends, for life. Her friends and brother are brutally murdered. Right. Yeah, man, and you see it. And I she's mean, been like traumatized. She's scream laughing in hysterics. Yeah. she will never be a normal person. No. Even after this, no. ever. You she know. is traumatized beyond normalcy. And yeah, in terms of like mirror to society kind of situation, I mean. America was very devoid of hope at that time, and fucking, there's no hope in this movie whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and as far as the horror genre goes, I mean, it had already kind of busted up, and I mean, like... I mean, Last House on the Left was like two years before it. Yeah, like Rosemary's Last Baby... Last House on the Left, I watched that movie with very little warning, by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah, I barely made it through... The scene where the two girls are murdered, I was like... I feel like you set me up for it when we watched it, Dan. He, he was like, I forgot how I had, this well, was I when watched I watched it. it. I hadn't watched it since I showed the movie to you. Yeah. Because so that's was, not a movie you watch many times. No, it's pretty... Uh, yeah. Fucked. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. But, like, well, the big horror movie right before this was The Exorcist. But yeah. a very different kind of horror Right, movie. but, I mean, like, the... the I, yeah, this movie is great, but, it, like, the gates were already open. Like, 9-11 Dead and Rosemary's Baby, I think, are kind of the new... New the wave. First, the first was the new wave. Yeah, yeah. that's like well, sixty-eight. Yeah, those movies. Sixty-eight, sixty-nine. I think. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of like how things. It's when things change. That's when movies change. You start yeah. getting like dope-ass movies, like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and right. Yeah, and more nihilistic, it, I suppose. I'm into that word right now. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Well, I think it's apt here, though. You know, ah, um, apt another good. Word. Hey, wait, wait, visceral. That's <laughs> tight. That's tight. Yeah, dude. Tight the, language. The influence this film has on film in general, but like especially horror. It's it's on it, it's, it's incalculable. Un, it's immeasurable, right? Yeah. yeah like, but as we were talking about, like, um, you know, kind of getting as you said, like, I think it's like what people took from this. Like a lot of it, they did, which was good. Like the low shot. See the girl's butt, and she's walking into a murder house. Right. Good idea. Could see why they did that a million times. But then, like, taking, well, like, taking, like, oh, you know, there's, like, this, like, you know, bone couch. Like, let's make one of those. But, like, they miss a lot of it, you know, when they redo this Why it stuff. really works. And right. they, and, like, the most, uh, obviously, I of, like, completely missing the point is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yeah. And, which is just Which awful. is torture porn. Right. Well, But, it's, like, not well done. I wouldn't even call it torture porn. Yeah. It's just a shitty movie. Yeah, it's like you know gross. what the remake is that we deserved, uh, the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, that movie is hey. so clearly yeah. influenced by this film, and, and it's and it's a good movie. Yeah. you know, yeah. Well, this um, movie was remade twice because there was also the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation, which me and Jim watched one night. That's would you consider Mac- that a remake? Pretty much. It's like it's the exact. It's pretty much the same plot. I mean, I, I haven't seen it since that one night right. when we were teenagers and you forced me to watch it. And oh, God damn it, okay. <laughs> it was the first time either one of us watched it. You always put me in this up like, you, like, I, like, I was like... you had so many sweet movies, and I was just learning to love horror movies. Dan O'Dwyer was a massive influence on my taste in general. Music, movies, fucking everything. And, like, you were showing... You had the sick DVD collection, and you were showing me all these cool movies over, like, it was a the bunch fir- of okay. shit. Okay, but like and, then, <laughs> and then you bust this shit out on me, man. Okay, let, let's clear the... I don't even remember what movie I wanted to watch instead, but it was way better. Yeah, no, definitely. Because it was... it was. I bought this movie for, like, five bucks, and I was like, hey, I've never seen this. Let's watch this. But, like, the way you always bring it up, it's always like, oh, Dan loves this movie. He forced me to watch it. Like, no, I didn't like it either, Jim. I hated it. It was well, a bad movie. It's so weird, because, like, I'm pretty sure that's Dan's favorite movie. I mean, it's on his Facebook page. It's, yeah. on, it's on, you know, Graveyard Smash's web. <laughs> fucking whatever. Like, Number one film, according right. to Dan O'Dwyer. 
Um, getting back to the segments. Well, okay, so the influ- one of the things I did come across oh, in my research was that Ridley Scott says of this film that there are only a few really, really great movies. And he, like, feels this is one of them. And I can see why. It's yeah. kind of a perfect film. Yeah. Wire to wire. It is It is so effective. There's not, like, Franklin is a little bit too much. Like, you, like that is definitely the biggest mm. problem. If you're going to have I one disagree. flaw. I disagree. I, do, I mean, The one makes... flaw is we didn't figure out why he drew the prince symbol on the car. To mark the van. Oh, well, speaking yeah, of Yeah, no, but, like, like, what does it have to do with prince? What's the, the connection? That's just Prince's reach, man. I'm telling we went on I don't those. know. Right, we did, but like, I want to know more. Like, So what's your favorite death in this movie? Back to the segments. Yeah, back to the segments. Uh, favorite death for me was that when Franklin gets it with the chainsaw. I just, I wrote down, does it get better than Franklin? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, just going back to kind of my fixation on the first time you see Leatherface... Because, like, when it comes to the most horrifying it death, is, it's such he a bashes good. dude with hammer, yes. and then dude convulses all over the yes. place, and then gets pulled fucking ass over head, right. and then it's a still, door you, slams. The still, door like, slamming. It's not, like, super gory or anything, but it's still, like, it's worse than, like, it, it usually isn't that good in a movie when they kill someone. Right. Like, especially a dude who's essentially, like, he's a red shirt, essentially. Like, he's just, like, you know, he like he's got a little bit of a character development. We know he right. has a guitar and stuff, but, like, <laughs> you know, like, right. he, he, he dies pretty quick, yeah, you know, so, true. and it, pretty, pretty effective. Really, everybody dies in very close succession, all the people who die in this yes. movie. It happens all, like, Within a there's, few like, minutes. a bunch of exposition, everybody dies, and then Sally's torture. Yes. That's, like, the three acts of this movie. Right. It's crazy. You know, it's a short movie, and, and when the action starts, it doesn't. Yeah, and then but actually, you know what just occurred to me? No, favorite death, Hitchhiker getting run over by the truck. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Dude, that okay. I'm gonna change my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's the one, man. That's the one. Yeah, especially because you, know, you usually see people get run over by trucks. Like, you no. see the tires go over him like And it's so good times. because like it's obviously a dummy, but it's still kinda like, I've never seen anybody get run over by a semi. <laughs> that's probably what it looks like. That's probably what it looks like. That's probably fucking what it looks like. Yeah. Um, um and how does this film compare to Friday the 13th, Part 4? Let me so ask you this. On, on okay, so, Smash. Yes, this is a new segment. Yes, please explain. So, like, this okay. is a, so I, it's I, a new segment, episode well, one. Right, well, a new show, but like, I think... Um, we, wanted, we wanted a unique rating system. Right, we didn't want to do stars or thumbs up. And so I thought, like, sort of a baseline for, like, horror movies, and I assume most people who have seen horror movies have seen Friday the 13th, Part 4, A New Beginning. It's the one... The final chapter. Uh, final chapter, you're right. Yeah. With um, yeah, no, new, new, good, new beginnings. The, the next five, one, which yeah. is bad, bad it's very movie. bad. Jason's right. not even in it. Right. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but part four, you know, it's Corey Feldman. It's kind of the prototypical Friday Thirteenth movie. Friday Thirteenth movies aren't that good. I've They're s- really not, unfortunately. I, I own all of them. I love them. I don't. Uh, they're not great. Uh, like yeah. they're like especially and they're Halloween ripoffs. More or less, yeah. I mean, like... Well, it's weird, though, because, like, I prefer the sequels of Friday the 13th to the Halloween sequels. Right, they are better. So... But just kind of overall, through all the Friday the 13th movies, unfortunately, a lot of them are just kind of boring. Yeah. Right, no, but... The point is... The point is... Okay, so, Friday the 13th movies, they're something everyone's seen. They're okay. Yeah. And Friday the 13th Part 4 is the most prototypical Friday the 13th movie. It's, it's very, like... It's your perfect 
80s typical horror movie. It, it very, uh, very of the genre. On, on what grounds? On what grounds? It's it's the, teens it's, drinking and having it's the, sex. It's the one where yeah, it's teenagers in the woods getting murdered by Jason. It's a popular movie like that. There's high cut panties. Mm-hmm. It's also it's the first one where Jason has his mask for the whole movie. Yeah. It's part 3D was before that. Crispin Glover is in the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So it's sort of the baseline of what we want to establish. Like, okay, this is a two star film. Like, if we were doing stars, so that's the baseline. How does Texas Chainsaw Massacre compare to that? I would say it's better. <laughs> 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 it, it's short. <laughs> Better movie. A little it's bit. A just... Very uh, discerning and discriminating rating system. Well, I, I mean, not just better. I mean, like, to be more... Like... You can't base whether or not you want to see a movie on this rating. Because... Most... I could! <laughs> I could. If you were, if I said... If you were like, hey, I saw this horror movie. I said, how was it? You said, it wasn't as good as Friday the 13th Part 4. I'd be like, well, I know I don't have to see it then. Because, yeah, like, okay. like Friday the 13th Part 4, it, it works, too. That's the other thing, like, that maybe got lost in some of, like... Well, I mean, the how, whole like, Friday series, it's really, like, Part 1, Part 4, and Takes Manhattan. Those are the only ones you ever really need to see, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, well, Takes Manhattan's Takes just, Manhattan's my favorite one. Because it, it's the best one. Yeah, it's right. the best one. Because it's, well, I mean... Okay, it's but the most... Jason punches hold on, somebody's hold head off. Yeah, it's also, <laughs> let, let's be fair here, like... As far as movies go, it's one of the worst ones. Oh, like, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, like, you compare it to other films. Yeah. But you compare it to Jason movies, it's, I mean, none of them are, like, really that good. God, they're really not. But 4 is the only one that's even kind of borderline good, outside of 1. Right. But 1 is more of just, one like, an four artifact. Are, also, like, 1 in 4 times if we needed the special effects. Yeah, which right. Which is part on. of the reason they're better. Tom Actually, Sabini. the special effects. Everyone at home, put your glass up, Tom <laughs> Boom. Cheers, that shit. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Tom Savini. The master. That's the thing. Oh. I would put the one thing I'd put on par with Friday the Thirteenth Part Four compared to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the special effects. The special effects are pretty great in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. It's yeah. it, it, when they're hokey, they're at least entertaining, you yeah. know, um, which is all I kind of look for in a horror movie. Um, I give this movie four and a half out of five machetes. <laughs> No, that's, my... that's adorable. No, we, we agreed on a scale before we started recording. This is my scale. No, 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 no. I'm we're editing say, this out. I'm going to say it every time. You can't oh. stop me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm the only reason, right really, it's a half a machete Oh, God. Then five is because there's another movie that gets five machetes, and it's the only one that can have five machetes in what? my book. These characters don't even carry machetes. Shut up, Dan. What's the this only movie my... that can get five machetes? Halloween. It's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is so much better than Halloween. Halloween is a better movie. Oh, Whoa. Controversy. But it's so close that it's a half a machete off. And that's fair. That's you know fair. what? I'm even going to give it four and three quarters. Dude, Halloween this doesn't... Is... Halloween to this day does not still make me feel uncomfortable. Texas Chainsaw Massacre does. Then you have not watched Halloween recently in the right circumstances. <laughs> yeah, maybe Late not. at night, maybe by not. yourself. Okay, paint the theater of your mind. You're at home. <laughs> you're at home. You're watching the movie <laughs> Halloween. Right, right. And there's a mummy. It's really scary. <laughs> oh, can, we, can we pause? Can we pause? <laughs> That's too fucked up. Yeah, That's like pretty up. terrifying. That's too uh, fucked up. Right, so, so, um, how else does it compare? Um, is in every other way better. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, there, there's more boobs in. Okay, and, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Too, this, the, 
can't just talk about the twins in Friday the 13th. Alright, yeah, it's certainly the Friday the 13th part 4 There's a part where they're (laughs) swimming, and you see both their butts, and, like, they're sisters. They're skinny dip. It's weird. I don't remember this movie. I gotta watch this movie. (laughs) You can come up with your own rating system here. Um... Um, Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, You do see more boobies in Friday the 13th Part 4, which is nice. And you do see Crispin Glover dancing. Right. But this this movie was made in the era before tits in a movie, in a horror movie, was like par. No, I think it was tits. There were tits in horror movies that were. There were were tits in horror movies. What year did Friday the 13th Part 4 come out? 85? I feel like it was a staple by that time, right? Well, Well, I would say that Friday the 13th Part 1 is what created it as a staple. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. I think that you're correct. The point, if I could finally say it, is... There's a mummy in the room. <laughs> okay. no, like, Holy shit, there is a mummy in this room okay. right Everybody now. Everybody home is so scared. <laughs> Dude, we're painting we're, a picture. We're going to be okay. They, we're going to be okay. They, their mind's eye, and they're like, this is so scary. It's so much scarier than if you just show them a mummy. You like have to paint a picture. <laughs> right, right, right. But moving on, the point I was getting at before I was really interrupted a couple times is that there's more tits in Friday the 13th Part 4, but you want to see her tits more in... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think that's a fair yeah, assessment. They, they looked like they were a great set of cans, and I really wanted to see them. I have not seen Friday the 13th Part 4 in legit probably like 10 years, actually. So now I think I have to. Right. Before you, you're on the you're on the before we guess, do, if, yeah. I, if we do this again, yeah. We will be doing this again. Uh, the next movie we're doing with you is Dawn of the Dead. Great. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, no, not really tits in Dawn of the Dead. No. Came out before. There's a pair of tits. There's a pair of tits. She shows yeah. her boobies. Yeah. Who, Fran? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when? dude. There's a part where, like, they're sitting After there. After they had sex. Oh, it's kind of during. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She's that's smoking. True. That's true. Yeah, yeah they look smoking. very unhappy, and that's the part of the movie where I say, well, they're not having a very good relationship. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, anyway, popular. how do you rate the movie in whatever rating system oh, or wait, way we're just you just going can crazy here. It. Look, look, look. I'm, is... I, I am a guest here. I am down to continue with the rating system that's been set as precedent. In comparing to Friday the 13th Part 4, which I have not seen in over 10 years and don't remember anything about it, it's a much, much better movie. Alright. <laughs> right. One thing, I don't remember shit about Part 4. Alright, we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Alright, word. Alright, cool. Um, so I think that's a pretty good spot to wrap it up. Any plugs, anyone, anything? Um, follow me on Twitter at Professor Werewolf, Prof underscore Werewolf. And, uh, I, might, I might do something someday. Yeah. <laughs> keep, an eye, keep an eye out for it. Keep an yeah, eye you, out. You can check out the uh, Jim Gator fan page on Facebook. Still alive and kicking. Yeah, yeah. I'm Still to this day when people from work try to look me up on Facebook, that's what they find. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm the moderator there. That must be when it's like, oh, we got some new views. It's like, so yeah, for it's work, people from work. Google Jim Gator and it's like, oh, yeah. There's the fan page. And, and I've had some... people legit come up to me and be like, is there like a life that you have that I don't know about? I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> no, like, there's just friends I have that you don't know about. Yeah, I've got nothing to plug. All right, cool. I guess that keep it, it spooky. Oh, that's a good line. No, I like. No, that's that. good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. keep it spooky. Did you boo yeah. it? And that, but it was just instinct. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jim's a hater. You got. I'm not that. trying to be a hater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like, well, I hope there's not a really a mummy in your room. Don't turn around. There's oh. a mummy. Oh, there's look. a mummy behind you. Oh, oh god. Oh god. Spend